The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241, or you can email radio at bnntv.org. Good afternoon and welcome to the Other Page Radio. Folks, it is almost Veterans Memorial Day. Certainly hope everybody's doing well out there and enjoying the weather because we deserve it. I mean, it's beautiful. It is so nice out there. Uh, well, boy, I sent it to you guys complain so much. I made arrangements, and look what you got. I'm telling you, boy, boy, boy. Before we get into anything, let's get into this. Okay. The Oscar Micheaux Family Theater Program is a Boston nonprofit. They hope to teach the importance of community service through the art of theater, looking to establish a year-round community-based family theater organization with full theater productions by people from the community. For more information, you can visit www.oscarmichellerep.tripod.com. I'm trying to uh, get some folks to come out this Saturday at the Vine Street Community uh, Center located in the corner of Dudley and Vine Street. I think it's 359 Dudley Street. Uh, we'll be there at 1 p.m. until about 3. Uh, have some open auditions. 857 uh, is my number. We are in need of people that want to learn about theater and be a part of one of the most spectacular historic musicals that has ever, ever. And we've been doing this for the past 25 years on stage. We're talking about the Harlem Renaissance era, triumph over adversity. Our history is no mystery. We need uh, people that want to learn the technical skills that are behind the camera, lighting, audio, Sound effects, theater, front and back, May 28th, 1 p.m., 359 Dudley Street, Vine Street Community Center. 1 p.m. until 3 p.m., we'll be there. I am so happy that we are in our 25th year of consistent stage performance, and you will love the cast. You will love the cast. Are you a veteran, or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. I know you didn't get that information right away, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to play it again. Are you a veteran or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, 
deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. Like I said, uh, this program is brought to you by Triad Veterans League. I am a veteran, proudly served six years in the United States Army. And uh, just want to share a little information with you and our appreciation for the program that was held last Saturday at the Roxbury branch of the Boston Public Library. We had a speaker, a Dr. Morrow, M-O-R-O-W, from uh, University of Georgia, Franklin Branch History, about the struggles of black veterans during World War One, World War II, and beyond that. I want to thank the veterans and friends, uh, General Edward O. Gordon, Statue Committee, uh, for having this program that was about veterans and their struggle. The presentation was really off the hook. Because we don't know these things, you know. Here we are. And in World War One, the 369th Regiment, also known as the Harlem Regiment, Hellraisers, fought in Europe, and they didn't even have uniforms until they got with the French. The American government didn't want to involve our men, these black men, in the military, but the French took them, and boy, did they fight. They ended up being called the Men of Bronze. This is like World War I, around 1918. This is before the Harlem Renaissance. Some of those men stayed in France because they were treated better in France than they were in their own country. And they were in France in World War I to fight for freedom and to die for a freedom that we still do not have. The 369th Regiment are some people that need to be talked about. And I just want to thank the Veterans and Friends Committee for inviting that professor up and talking about a history that is not a mystery, but it's just not spoken about enough. We are coming up on Memorial Day celebration this coming Monday. Memorial Day celebration. Now, keep in mind that World War I was called the war to end all wars, the war to end all wars. And that didn't happen, folks, as you very well know, because we had World War II, we had Korean War, we had uh, Vietnam, we had Middle East, uh, we had Afghanistan. Uh, we're still fighting. And we don't understand that fighting is not going to get it. And now we're fighting each other. Veterans fighting each other. How are we going to stop that? We have more veterans that was climbing that wall January the 6th or whenever it was in Washington, D.C. You could tell by the precision that was used 
scale those walls of those guys that were in the military. And a lot of the things that have, you know, uh, transpired or transitioned from those activities uh, deals with supremacy, so-called, so-called. And you're in the military fighting together, and then you come back home to America, and you fight against each other. WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. This is the Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell, and the opinions that I express belong to me and not the station. As a veteran, I think that I have fought for our country or not necessarily fought in the trenches or carried a weapon, but I was a part of a fighting machine, and if called, I would obey the orders ordered and picked up my gun and gone wherever they said go. That didn't happen to me. I ran into some other issues, but I worked in the newsroom and in the photo room, and I wrote news and I took pictures. But I served. And I'm looking at Memorial Day and I'm saying to myself, there's got to be a better way to address the needs of our veterans. Sometimes I get an email to the Secretary of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts for Veteran Services, Cheryl Poppy, who herself is a veteran, or I'll send something to Commissioner Robert Santiago, who is the Commission for Veteran Services for the City of Boston. I'm saying these names because I want you to write them down if you're a veteran and you're concerned about what's going on. Here they are now talking about, and one of the things you got to understand about government talks, government talks are just that, talks, because they've already made up their minds and then they're talking about what happened when they made up their minds, they are actually contemplating changing the mission of the hospital for veterans in Jamaica Plain. Can you believe that? They are talking about moving certain services to West Roxbury and doing some other kind of services in Jamaica Plain. That doesn't make any sense to me. And the people that we need to be talking to about it is Cheryl Poppy, who's on the state level, Ayanna Presley on the federal level, Senator Warren on the federal level, Senator Mackey, on the federal level, Congressman Neal on the federal level. I mean, what are we talking about when you talk about veterans? Because people quickly forget the contributions that the veterans made and the sacrifices and the cost of those veterans that came back from war traumatized, PTSD, never doing any post-treatment until that person showed up at the VA in need of some psychological support for the trauma, the drama, including racism, that affected their behaviors coming out, sending them into the land of oblivion by using drugs and or alcohol, because alcohol is a drug. Every summer, there's an annual event held called Stand Down. Stand Down is a term that applies to veterans in combat, and they are called back from the front line to retreat, get themselves checked out before they go back into combat. Stand downs in peacetime is 
the same kind of theory to check the veterans who are in combat because they veterans are still fighting. They're still fighting out there, folks. And we don't seem to understand that officials are accountable and nobody is telling us when we are going to have Stand Down 2022. Nobody. I call or email the Secretary of Veterans Services for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. She didn't say anything to me about when, where, or why. Robert Santiago, I talked with him via email. He didn't say anything. And that's one of the points that I'm trying to make is that when a veteran asks a question, they don't normally answer us. That's exactly why we don't have any representation of veteran services in District 7. We need a couple of drop-in centers. We need to be able to service our veterans, not only with discharge upgrades. We need to be able to have facilities where that we can, you know, lock them in treatment, lock them in counseling, lock them into other services. We need for them to be able to begin to trust the VA as we send them back for the services that they have served for and deserve based on their military service. This is the other page radio. My name is Haywood Fennell. This is WBCALP 102.9 Boston, Boston's community radio station, 2022. Are you a veteran, or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. I got to say that again because a lot of times people don't have a pen and they try to write it down on their phone or whatever, so I'm going to play that again. Are you a veteran or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. I'm telling you, boy, we got to do more for our veterans. We really do. Um, MBAC is doing an event at the Roxbury Community College uh, I think it's two days. I can get that information to you. It's talking about veteran services and a lot of dynamics around treatment, incarceration of veterans. It's a lot of veterans in jail and the mitigating circumstances of them being in jail is not always spoken about. 857-204-5312, that's my number. I'm scheduled to be on a panel discussing uh, drug courts. And again, it's very important that we be there, and I, I, wanna, I want you to show up uh, 857-204-5312 so I can share the uh, correct information. Hopefully you'll be able to come out and register. I know you got to register. So if you're in an organization that provides care and services, uh, this is your chance to be involved and talk about some of the things that you're doing and some of the areas in treatment that you're concerned with, especially when it's dealing with our veterans. Of course, they're going to be talking about some other things around 
families and behavior and uh, how you uh, provide the services that the family needs and new ways of dealing with treatment, dealing with uh, systemic racism that we find when delivering services. We're just not being treated the same. That's it. It's, not, it's no argument. Not for me, anyway. Because I'm just telling you, like I see it. I'm just telling you not only how I see it, but how I feel it. If you would have heard that professor last Saturday talk about the struggle to serve your country in World War I, they didn't even want to give us a gun. We went to France, and those people embraced us, man, as we fought and died for their country, as we fought and died for a freedom that we don't even have today. Look at how our children are being treated. We can't do anything but understand that we are going in the wrong direction. Our schools are, I don't want to say, you know, words that kick off feelings, but I'm telling you, they're so busy closing schools. <laughs> Check this out. They closing schools instead of retooling how we educate our children and opening schools and changing the, the academics, the curriculum, get children more involved in learning, insist that parents be involved. Don't let them take their children to these Head Start programs and drop them off and then come back and pick them up and don't participate in a structure that will allow them to learn how to work with their children better than they are. That was what my guest and I were supposed to be talking about today, but he had to take care of some other business. So I'm here talking about the importance of education and how it is delivered. Other page, radio, that's us. WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston. Uh, you know, to talk about what's going on with you and your children and their education on veterans and what they need. Take a little break. These are the sounds of a dinner. A dinner that almost didn't happen. A dinner now served thanks to people like you. Due to COVID-19, 17 million more Americans may face hunger. Feeding America is helping our neighbors in need. And if you're able, you can too. Donations are being accepted at feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Feeding America. 200 Food Bank Strong. If you are struggling to afford internet service for your household, there is a new government program that may be able to help. It's called the Affordable Connectivity Program, and it provides up to a $30 monthly discount to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov ACP or call toll free at 877-384-2575. That's 877-384-2575. Back again to the other page radio. You know, I just love that theme music, and I thought that I would just put a little bit more on you. Make you really begin to feel that the weather is changing. And folks, I got to tell you something. I know we all went through a lot and still going through a lot. But um, it's been real. 
you know, we lost a lot of people uh, because of the pandemic and in some sections of our country and in our state, there is still um, alarming numbers, people getting infected, reinfected, and uh, the importance of checking yourself and see if you need that booster shot. Please check yourself and see if you need that booster shot because things are not where they're supposed to be right now. And for the veterans, you can go over there to that VA hospital where you can get that booster shot. Go right over there, vets. You know, it's important. One of our guests was supposed to come in here and talk about obesity. You know, obesity is one of the prime problems that creates so many other problems, psychological, physical, you know, mood swings, mood shifts, whatever you want to call it, if you're not eating right. You see, people eat nerves, Anxiety attacks it brings on a eating disorder order disorder. See young people, old people, people in the middle that need to stop and check their blood pressure. Because obesity can cause high blood pressure. You know, grease, fried foods, saturated fats, french fries, all the things that you want to eat are not necessarily good for your body and the way that the body treats it. We use salt on everything but ice cream. Think about it now. We use salt so much that we don't even realize how detrimental it is to our health until you become ill and you have to go in the hospital. And they tell you, you're on the road to getting diabetes because of obesity. And when the pandemic was in its height, people that had high blood pressure were obese, heart trouble, were more susceptible, more susceptible to become ill with the pandemic because of obesity. Have you ever gone into the supermarket and picked up one of those cans and tried to read the ingredients? They're sitting there, you know, them long letter, them long, long letter words. You know, like one ingredient might be 10, 10 letters. And uh, there's some more ingredients in there that might have 10 or more letters. And you don't even know what they're saying on the can. You just go ahead on and look at the pretty picture and buy it before you try it. If you got high blood pressure and you're overweight, you don't need no salt. I don't know what substitutes that we can use for salt. I don't know what I can tell you 
about those cans except take the land, not the can. Think about growing a garden. You know, Urban Farming Institute up on Norfolk Street in Mattapan, they have classes on this. The type of food that you eat so that you don't be a health risk. This is the other page radio. My name is Hable Fennell. This is WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston. And we got something to say. Right now we're talking about obesity and the importance of us taking care of our body and how we eat. Because you don't want to be laid up. And the reason why you laid up is because you didn't take care of yourself. And you got overweight. And sometimes when you get overweight, you're looking at yourself in the mirror. And you get angry with yourself. But you go downstairs in the kitchen. And you act as though what you saw wasn't really you. And so you begin to eat what you're not supposed to eat. What about that? People, something, man. I'm telling you. We got to be on top of it, or it'll be on top of you. You don't want that, do you? Be right back. If you are struggling to afford internet service for your household, there is a new government program that may be able to help. It's called the Affordable Connectivity Program, and it provides up to a $30 monthly discount to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov ACP or call toll free at 877-384-2575. That's 877-384-2575. We talk about broadcasting and, you know, computer uh, information and how to save money because everybody can't afford. So let's do that again. If you are struggling to afford internet service for your household, there is a new government program that may be able to help. It's called the Affordable Connectivity Program, and it provides up to a $30 monthly discount to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov ACP or call toll-free at 877-384-2575. That's 877-384-2575. Folks, one of the things that I'm proud of when I come here is the kind of information that we're sharing with you because we care about you. This is the other page radio. My name is Haywood Finnell's program is brought to you in part by Triad Veterans League. We are involved in the community, and I just want to, at this point in time, uh, thank the veterans and friends of the General Edward O. Gordon Statue Committee for their involvement in the community and bringing the statue to the General Edward O. o. Gordon's Veterans Memorial Park, directly across the street from Station 2 Police Headquarters on the corner of Washington and Malcolm X Boulevard. Presently, they're working on arranging the park with the shrubbery and, you know, the aesthetics to bring in the statue that will transform the community in which it will be placed. People are going to come from a lot of different places to see this statue. And the plan is to have young students from surrounding schools speak about veterans' history in order to educate and to empower people about a forgotten history or an underreported history of blacks in the military. This statue is very important to the revitalization of our community because the pandemic 
and the other undiagnosed pandemics are, yeah, a lot of them, a lot of them, you know, just sick people telling other people that they're not as sick as they think they are, and they do things to hurt each other. My skin is not your problem. It's not my problem. So why should we be making it a problem? I raised my hand. And I said, I'll protect my country because this is my country and yours too. So let's stop all of that and thinking that politics, changing laws, changing policies is direct, is the, is, is the, is the correct way to go. We got to change our hearts and how we think of each other. Stop hating. Yeah, stop hating. Start loving. Start trying to find the difference, but at the same time, get along with the difference. What about some acceptance? What about that? Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. <laughs> Corny, groan-worthy but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off at school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Did you hear that? I mean, make your kid laugh. Inspire your children, folks. Inspire each other. You look around and you see all the signs that says things like affordable housing and education. Well, let me tell you something. It's a program just started called Building Black Better. The three B's. Building Black Betters, founded by a brother by the name of Lowell Ward. And uh, he's a chess master, too, for all you chess players. And he's advocating for policy change around Corey and the importance of Corey reform. Corey reform, criminal offenders records identification. Corey, criminal offenders records identification started back in, I believe, 1978 when Governor Wells, W-E-L-D, was the governor, and they uh, authorized the sharing of criminal offenders' records to, at one time, seemed like anybody that asked for them. And people would use those disclosures to look at you and the mistakes that you made and to decide whether they wanted to hire you, rent you a place to live, help you get an education. I mean, it is such a terrible thing. In 1978, and here we are in 2022, that's 50 years. person goes gets in trouble, goes to court, gets adjudicated in court, goes and does his or her time, come out, maybe be on parole, do that, and they can't get a job. They can't get a place to stay. They can't get an education to change their situation? That's justice, right? Corey reform is what Building Black Better, that's one of their projects that they're working with. I'll have some more information for you next week on Building Black Better. Because these policies that keep people from making a living that keeps people from getting an education and keeps people 
from having a decent place to live, I got to change that. Then, then there is the fees and fines involved that people that are involved in the court system have to pay. If they're not able to pay, they might get sent to jail. Did you say justice was blind? Not sure about that anymore. Not sure about that at all. Because if you see a person doesn't have a job and wants a job, go to school for a job, be able to pay their rent, but because they got a quarry, and you get a quarry only when you get fingerprinted when you're caught up in the system. You got to pay these fines, but you don't have a job. You don't have a skill. Because the people that you say that you have to pay to are the ones that make the rules. Did you hear what I just said? You got to think about what's going on here and make these changes because we are going in the wrong direction. No question about it. Now look, marijuana is sold in our community legally. It's sold in our community legally. Big time. And illegally too. But they changed the law and it made it legal. But the people that got arrested before they changed the law to make it legal who have quarries, they should have those things taken off their record. Some of them might not even have a record if you took that uh, and removed those, expunged those Marijuana charges. I ain't hear nobody talking about that, though. I ain't hear nobody talking. I ain't hear nobody say one word about expunging records that involve uh, marijuana. Cannabis. Cannabis, folks, in case you don't know what marijuana is. Skunk. That's one of the vernaculars. Weed. So let's let's try to take off those glasses and get the fog off the lenses because we need to see better in order to do better and stop thinking me and start thinking we. The Other Page Radio, I'm your host, Abel Fennell. We're here at WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston. Man, I'm telling you, I am telling you about a sad sight and a mad sight that I've been looking at. Maybe about a month, month and a half ago, you saw all the city officials with their concerned look over there on Mass Ave where those people had the tents. They're trying to clean it up. Blinking lights of the police vehicles that are in the area. And all these people, all these people living in tents. Did you ever see those tents? Did you ever get close enough to see that they cost money? That's the people who parents, you know, you can't stay here. Go down to Boston. Yeah, you need a tent, I'll charge it for you. Just pick it up. I'll tell them you're coming. So you see all these people with these backpacks on their back, just going all over our city. Some places, you know, like down there where the tents were, they come back and standing like zombies. All along Braxton Street, 
couldn't even get in there the other day to go to the jail if he was going to the jail. And people injecting drugs openly. What are we doing? What are we saying? Where are our programs? Where are the housing facilities? Everybody's not getting uh, funding, by the way. It seems as though like one or two now large agencies are the resource, like an epic center. They, they, they got everything going on, all kinds of test programs, and they're getting all kinds of monies. But yet, the population for that area for the substance abuse users and abusers is increasing. So you say you take down the tents and you build a few little buildings up in Shattuck on Shattuck grounds, and that's it. We're straight now. People are not using anymore. If that ain't a bunch of baloney, I don't know what. We got to take care of our community. We have to take care of our children. We can't have drugs at any cost in our community. Even if you had the bridge gun, there are conditions that you have to deal with. Drug use is the outcome of some trauma in a person's life. Nobody wakes up in the morning and say they want to use drugs. People wake up in the morning because they can't cope, they can't deal with situations. And somebody says, smoke a joint. And now we're off to the races because the joint doesn't do what you want it to do and you think you might need to get something a little stronger. Maybe like a bottle of alcohol because that's a drug. Socially acceptable, of course. It seems as though now we're trying to make injecting drugs and fentanyl and all the other chemical compounds that they use to go into oblivion. They're trying to make that socially acceptable. Man or woman out there sticking something in their neck or in their arm and injecting it as you walk by or drive by. And the police are in their cars and they don't get out of the car. Is that insane? I don't know if that's the right word. Is there anything that we could do about it? I'm sure there is. If we got the right people involved. But right now you seem to have to be politically connected to get a job to keep a job from being done on you. What is wrong with our political leaders to think that all they got to do is pass a bill and get some revenue and send it to certain folks and that's all we need to do? Now, people been telling a person for generations that they don't belong. That's the lasting effect. And we don't care about you. And we show that we don't care. We give your children an education that they really can't benefit from because of the manner in which it's given to them. They're not told anything about their history, their greatness, their contributions to this country. Instead of trying to make news, these media people, you need to just report the news. Nobody's saying anything about the kids that are graduated from high school that didn't get past their graduating getting a diploma because they worked hard. You don't see those kind of stories. You see basketball stories on occasion. 
but you're not focused on the group of kids that are doing well in school. Let me tell you something. You got to go into those schools and you got to get rid of some of those political cronies that are in there just to frustrate the system and keep changing the Boston Public School superintendents. We haven't had we haven't had a superintendent that's been in there, let's say, for five straight years. I don't I don't know if any. Now, along with the mass cash part two, we find that the state of Massachusetts is actually contemplating taking over the Boston public school system. Of course, the city council is against all that. That's another body we got to look at too, folks. The Boston City Council. Because a lot of things that are causing us some pain is brought on by an indifference of the Boston City Council members, a lot of them. There should be a working relationship between the Boston City Council and uh, the legislative bodies and the community. If you don't have those four people working together, those four entities, you don't continue to have the problems that you have. And that is a fact. That is what's happening. So I just want to thank everybody. Have a great holiday weekend. And we will talk to you next week. This has been fun. This has been the other page radio here at WBCALP. 102.9 FM Boston. Take care. Proceeding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass. 02119, attention WBCALP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617 708 3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org.